Taking a critical look at the gaming news of the week. This is Augmented Reality. You are watching my favorite channel. I've not heard of them. The Triple S League. Enjoy, guys. Good day, everybody, and welcome to the Augmented Reality Podcast for April 27th, 2022. This is your source for news, leaks, and analysis of games in the gaming industry coming at you pre-recorded on YouTube and on uh, all of our audio platforms. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google, uh, Spotify. I don't think we're on SoundCloud anymore, but anyway, almost anywhere you can find audio podcasts, you can find this podcast. And of course, if you are part of our Discord server, you can listen live on Tuesday nights, which is when we record this. But welcome to the show, whether you're listening live or after the fact, please do uh, say hello in the live chat. If you are listening live today, and if you are, uh, again, if you're watching on YouTube, please slam that like button and uh, hit the subscribe button so you can catch new episodes. And here on this channel, you will not only catch this show, Augmented Reality, but also Maximum News, which uh, goes out on the weekends. All right. Uh, There is... uh, I mean, we have a fair smattering of gaming stories to talk about today, but of course, um, of course, we need to talk about the new source of explosive memes uh, after the the whole Will Smith, Chris Rock thing. Uh, it's been replaced as meme champion by Elon buying Twitter. And so we're going to talk about uh, what this means for us and what uh, what this means for the whole industry. I know it's not directly gaming related, but I mean, this is big tech news that affects pretty much all of us in this space. For example, I actually put Twitter back on my phone today. Uh, I haven't logged in yet. I haven't gotten that brave, but uh, I'm right. considering it. I'm actually considering it. By that, by the way, that voice was Moontag. My name Hi. is Ash, by the way. <laughs> I'm here with Subsidian and Moontag, as always. Hello. We are uh, the Triple S League, and uh, yeah, you're listening to this on Triple S Podcast. I, I have a very important question that I would like to ask to All right. the entire community, the entire gaming community. Uh, that we need, uh, we need to know, you know, we need, we need some judges and, and a jury on this, really, when you think about it. I want to know is whether or not we are going to have Johnny Depp on this show some point in the future. Actually, objection, objection, objection to the question. But you asked the question. Oh, sorry. I get, I fell into Amber Heard's lawyer there for a second. <laughs> In case you didn't know, in case you didn't know, this isn't gaming related, but it's very funny. Uh, I I believe it was yesterday. It might have been the day before, but I believe it was yesterday. Um, Amber Heard's lawyer was asking questions of a of a witness and interrupted his own question to raise objection to it. He objected to his own question. Okay, And the judge was just looked at him kind of like sighed and turned her head a little sideways and said you asked the question (laughs) why would you object to your own question (laughs) so it's 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 a gong show it it it's extremely funny actually she has been watching it the the clip is going all around on 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 twitter i'm sure it's going to become a I'm, I'm sure at some point it's going to become a meme if it hasn't already. Um, but yeah, it was pretty hilarious watching a lawyer object to his own question mere seconds after asking it. So, so wait, so he asked a question 
uh, Johnny answer the question and then the no, 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 no. objected? He, well, it, no, he wasn't talking to Johnny at the, at the moment. He was talking to a, a different witness. Okay. But he was asking a question. And then as soon as he said the question, as the, as the witness was about to start answering the question, he immediately objected to the question and said, it's hearsay. Uh, um, we, we don't want to like, strike this from the record. <laughs> you... <laughs> All right then. Well, see, I mean, I that that's I might have to go look for that clip, even though like I I just I I haven't been able to muster it's two ounces honestly, of honestly care about the the Johnny Depp thing. I, I like I it's it's honestly funny to watch it because Johnny has been hilarious in his um like this case has been entertaining more than any hollywood case i have ever seen i've seen some entertaining clips from it uh <laughs> i i just at the same time it's like uh and i'm not saying that i'm not saying that you know there that there isn't any merit to what's going on as far as this case but at the same time i'm i'm, I'm watching uh i'm watching two bajillionaires uh argue over millions of dollars in court and it's kind of like well i've got i i have a hard time really uh really getting into this but i but i have i have uh you know found uh i have found some of the clips funny as well but again it's still hollywood elite stuff and i just have a hard time caring at all about that but uh the oh Jin posted the clip i wonder if i could play this without it getting uh without it triggering the copyright system i'm not going to risk it but i will watch it later thank you Jin, in the live chat mm -hmm. and uh to everyone else who's chatting there as well all right so uh speaking of um i don't have a good segue from that i wish i'd known we were talking about that first and i would have come up with a segue. well i guess um, speaking I of guess we'll, uh, segue, we'll, we'll segue into speaking of um, people with way too much money <laughs> i was going to segue into yeah, elon uh, speaking of people with with way too much money, now this guy could probably buy Johnny Depp and Amber Heard 7,000 times. Um, so the big news, of course, today, uh, Elon Musk has bought Twitter. The board accepted his offer, as a lot of people suspected they would. I wasn't sure if they would hold out, but I think they realized, well, if we don't do this, we'll probably get sued. And... Um, really, what are we going to say about why we rejected this amazing offer, uh, for, you know, for this amazing offer to the shareholders? No, I, I've, there's a lot of people who are like, I don't like this. I don't like a billionaire owning social media. First of all, it was already owned primarily by BlackRock and the Saudi government. Yeah. Like, and, and when did that start? I'm not joking. When, when... That's not a, that's not a, that's not a, that's not a lippy answer. It was le legitimately large. Um, a, a large section of it. Yeah. Um, I'm being. To, I'm told that it was far. That I'm told through people who are claiming directly from them, including the Saudis, that that oh yeah, them and their friends and the BlackRock together owned way more than than um, than than Elon did. And I've just got to point out that I remember a time when my parents in their like you know college days were protesting blackrock and the saudi government i mean i i remember a time in the past when it was like hey you know 
fight for freedom and we don't want BlackRock doing shady stuff and, you know, having control over everyday lives. Again, I'm shocked that there's so many people who are like, no, no, we don't. We want it to stay under the control of a very shadowy. I mean, it's called BlackRock. I mean, (laughs) well, that you could. If I said, hey, did you watch the new James Bond movie where he goes and fights the evil, you know, world controlling organization of BlackRock, you'd be like, wow, that sounds cool. Yeah, it's the it's the name of 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 a maniacal organization bent on world domination. Okay, I, I, I think you're. I would argue you're reading a little too much into the name of the company, but anyway, I mean... No, it, no, I'm, I'm really not. So there's BlackRock, and then there's Black... There's another one. I, I, f- I forget what it was called, but um, I have to pull it up because I don't want to misquote these guys. They happen, happen to be lawsuit happy. There's another one that buys out houses by the, by the, by the tens of thousands in cities, and then they own entire blocks, and they, they set the rent price in these entire areas, and they charge the most amount they possibly could. And they're also the people who prevent more housing from going up and stuff like that. You know, just, just your standard take over the world maniacally, you know, and and basically keep people slaves, you know, that, 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 that kind of organization. And yeah, these are the companies, these are the companies that we want, you know, controlling our, our public squares. Okay. All right. If you, if you think that, please reconsider. Well, I mean, I, I, I don't doubt, I mean, whatever, I don't know much about BlackRock, but I'm just saying, you know, you call anything, the name itself doesn't mean it's evil, but, uh, and I, I know you know that, but the, uh, it, actually, I, w- I would find that to be kind of a weak James Bond villain organization name, quite frankly. Blackstone, on the other hand, now that, that's just demonic. Um, wasn't that like a... That was a very poor joke. No, wasn't that... that uh, <laughs> Wasn't that wasn't that born or something? I don't know. Sorry, I'm serious. Blackstone sounds way way worse than Blackrock, but I I couldn't tell you why. Um, but there's like stuck between the rock and a hard place. <laughs> Black hard place uh, might get you in trouble. So anyway, the uh, it's it's not that he's a billionaire. It's that it's Elon Musk. Yeah, that's why people are melting down about this. Um, and uh yeah the the guy who the guy who's who's single-handedly basically saved humanity from reliance on fossil fuels for for uh small vehicle and and large vehicles and a, a whole bunch of other ones coming up yeah that guy you know he's just oh that evil evil man well <clears throat> the, yeah the, i haven't heard anyone give a good reason why uh why it's a problem that he's, you know, he's taking over Twitter. Uh, Kotaku's coverage of this was absolutely hilarious because uh, all they did was talk about how uh, it, it, the, the, whole, the whole article wasn't even coherent. The headline is Elon Musk buying Twitter sucks, but marginalized game devs aren't leaving. Uh, the two things have nothing to do with each other. If you read the whole article, he doesn't in any way, he or she, I'm not sure, uh, but they don't. <laughs> oh yeah, the, actually the um, the sub the subtitle of the article kind of explains it well. It says game developers explain why they're sticking with Twitter despite its many downsides. Um, the game developers 
that this person interviewed doesn't even talk about don't even talk about Elon at all and the downsides that they talk about are stuff that they're referring to Twitter before the Elon buyout like this made no sense at all I can't believe this got published uh, then again it is Kotaku but yeah you know it, it just made no sense it's like they had a generic article about how Twitter helped some people, you know, who, in the gaming industry. And then uh, some editor came along and was like, hey, can you complain about Elon like three times throughout the article? Uh, but that has nothing to do with what I interviewed these people about. Uh, just do, just throw it in. Just just sprinkle it in there because, you know, because because reasons, because that make, you know, that has nothing to do with what I wrote about. That doesn't matter. Um. Ha, the downside as Shua points out, ha, downsides of Twitter. You can get whiplash from how fast the narrative changes. Yeah, I mean Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But the thing is, it's like the My point was, I, I haven't found any uh any good reasons why people are opposed to Elon. Uh like they're just not putting out there the reasons why they think this is bad. Except that except for one take I heard from, uh, I'm not sure who it was, somebody in somebody in government or some analyst or something who was like, well, uh, you know, now now Elon can, you know, do things like uh, he can like censor people he doesn't agree with and like, uh, you know, uh, suppress, you know, suppress tweets from political candidates and stuff like that. And I'm thinking, you mean the stuff Twitter's already doing? And and you're talking about a a person who uh, who wants to like who 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 is a uh, claims to be a free speech absolutist, and I mean that means he's going to allow uh, the he's going to allow people from all sides of the political spectrum to keep putting their opinions on Twitter. So I don't know what you're worried about, unless he turns out to be a liar and just you know wants to. Uh, wants to prop up one side while while downplaying the other i mean if that happens then uh you know we'll uh you know we'll address that when it happens because that that would be completely unacceptable obviously the whole principle behind free speech is that uh you believe in you know someone's right to speak and express their ideas regardless of whether you agree with them or not so assuming that you know that is his position on things uh, what, what, what's bad about this? That's, that's my question. What is bad about this? Does anyone else know? Like, have you heard from, have you heard any kind of coherent uh, explanation as to why, why certain people um, so the, are opposed I, to I, Elon doing this? I heard it. I heard it the best from, uh, from, from somebody yesterday who, uh, always on Twitter saying that this is the worst thing that could possibly happen um, to uh, to f democracy in America, and um, they were going to quit their they were going to close their Twitter account um, and drive home in their Tesla because they were just so worried about the future of of the world. Mm. And and again, if you can't see the irony <laughs> and the stupidity in that, <laughs> it's just kind of funny. Well, that is pretty at this uh... point. You, you you just have to that laugh. That is pretty at funny. It. That is pretty funny. Uh, 
this is the same person who who a few months ago was was talking about how they just can't they can't wait for um for for new uh uh for this new project that's being that's being put together to uh launch um launch a a a permanent colony into orbit around earth yes guess who they were going to be using as the primary source of that contract huh. take a wild guess <laughs> i i wonder spacex <clears throat> hmm. yeah so the the the, the arguments are not founded in reality. Um, and it's just kind of funny because again, it's like, I mean, I've been post, I've been tweeting about this quite, quite a bit recently. Yeah. I started using Twitter again, essentially once, like when, as soon as Elon Musk said he wanted to buy Twitter, I immediately was like, all right, now this appears to be something worth, um, worth getting into. Right. Yeah. Because this is, this is something that's literally like, um, yeah. Oh my goodness. Twin Tim Sweeney liked my reply. Oh my god. Really? Wow. Wow. That was a non sequitur wow. if I've ever heard one. So uh, I uh, yeah, because I was mentioning uh I was responding to Joel Heyman in a small like topic and Tim Sweeney literally came over and liked my reply. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to take a picture of that one. Ah, interesting. <laughs> um <laughs> So yeah, uh, um, yeah, little little bit of a. I was pulling up my uh, my tweets on the pro, on the on the conversation, but basically, <laughs> like, um, I made a couple posts about this, and, and really, it's like, look, we have to evolve conversation, and we have to evolve the ability to dissect arguments, belief, concepts, that kind of stuff, and we need to have the ability to have actual real important discussions on these things because if we don't we're in big 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 trouble like we're we're legitimately in big trouble because right. if we can't have uh if we can't sit down and and pull apart an idea logically and calmly and discover whether or not it's good healthy strong um you know generally uh um here we go. I found my post. This is like all ideas need to be verified with critical eyes from every direction. When you don't allow your po opponents to speak, you've already lost the argument. And this is true. We've talked to, to death. Uh, censorship, censorship is one of, one of the most common topics that we talk about here that's not strictly game related. And it's because it's such a problem. And it's such a problem because it, it very rarely works in the way that you think it's going to work. It almost never works in the way that you think it's going to work it's it, like it, yeah i mean it's like i don't know this is a random or a random analogy that came to mind but it's like it's like you show up to a chess tournament and the your opponent doesn't show up because you hired some guys to you know tie him up somewhere you know mm -hmm. you, you maybe you've tactically won the tournament but you have not proven you're better chess player than that guy mm-hmm that's that's censorship. If you move it into the realm of intellectual, like ideas and discussing which ideas are good or which ideas are bad, but I think it even gets scarier in 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 the sense that we're we're living in an age where uh, the 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 side the political side that used to say we have to question the people in power, we have to speak truth to power, we have to hold our leaders accountable. Um, 
she was going to send his chess goons after me. Well, can't can't be worse than the rock star goons. But anyway, um, if you know the side that used to say we've got to speak truth to power are now saying you can't question the people who are in authority. You can't question the people who are in control. And that is a freaking scary situation to be in. I, uh, I mean, if you can't question the people in power, like, do you, do you just not like freedom? I mean, imagine if that had been uh, the status quo throughout the history of, you know, Western democracies and 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 uh, you know, free nations, that kind of a thing. Like, uh, just speaking in general, imagine if you you couldn't question the status quo well we'd still be in the freaking dark ages people is that what you want you want to be you want to i mean you you can get a taste of it just go move to shanghai just saying Mm -hmm. anyway so yeah it's not about elon i i you know by the way i mean i just want to clarify too that being in favor of elon um buying twitter as i am uh, it's not mean that, you know, I think he's like some savior of civilization or that I agree with everything he says and does. N- not a chance. Not at all. Um, it's just a question of uh, wanting to see a semblance of... Basically, I stopped using Twitter because it, I was like, well, why bother? I I could be shadow banned because, you know, my, my tweets could be... Am I not getting any interaction on my tweets because... Uh, People really aren't interested in what I'm saying, or is it because, you know, the program's algorithms thought I said something that it didn't like, and so they're suppressing my reach? Right. And you can't know. You just can't know. Yeah, well, him freeing up the code, um, putting it online, allowing people to be able to examine things, examine, you know, um, just all the data that you would have from this from the from these actual conversations this is super important and i okay. and i'm v- v- legitimately i'm very happy that this is going on i i legitimately am i really think that it's it's um it's perfectly fine to do this and to and it's perfectly fine to to push this kind of stuff um out because again it's like it's so important to be able to you know, grow this into a, a better thing. You know, and I was I was more than willing to do this with other platforms. Um, and kind of Twitter was kind of written off for me. It was just it was getting worse and worse and worse. It's like it's like I would log in, and the the things that were trending were just very vile, just extremely vile stuff. Like, you know. And, and yet we know. I, I, like I don't we, even want to get into it. No, but we also, even if they weren't, even if it wasn't vile, objectionable stuff, uh, we know that that trending section is curated. Yeah. And that, you know, there's Twitter employees controlling what shows up in the trending section. So it's meaningless. So why bother using it? Mm-hmm. Yep. If you want to go, like, it's supposed to be this is what the most people are talking about. But it's not. So so why bother? So yeah, so it was a useless tool. Now, or it was, a, let me put it this, it was a useless tool for anyone who actually wanted to use it to, uh, what, 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 what do, how do I want to explain? It was a useless tool for, 
for anyone who, you know, wanted to use it as an accurate gauge of, of what society is, is feeling and talking about and what, what's, what's actually of interest today. Um, what's, what's really trending or what do, what, what do people really think about what I have to say about, about this kind of a thing? But there was just, everything was so heavily manipulated. There was just, there, it, there was no way of knowing using it as any kind of a gauge for, for, uh, you know, people's interest in any topic whatsoever. So now that might be changing. And now I'm suddenly interested in using it, uh, again. So that's yep. where I stand on it. Moon, any thoughts before we move on here? Same, because I stopped using it because I'm like, this is a cesspool. And I just didn't see a point in interacting with it. Now that, like, with all the changes that uh, are on the list to go on, I'm, like, slightly more interested in, like, reinstalling it. Like, I still don't have it installed on my phone because I'm like, eh. But at the same time, it's like, this, this will definitely be interesting. Because it's like, you know, on one hand, like, currently pre-purchase is just in the hands of a few people. Now it's going to be in the hands of one guy. So, like, we'll see how this goes. Because, like, he's going to have to delegate anyways. Because he can't just handle it on his own. But he can definitely help the direction. That And also, what's going to happen to all those uh, Twitter alternatives? Well, I don't, like, I know that I don't think they'll with, go uh, anywhere. Some of them... Yeah, because, like, some people just might have jumped ship completely and, like, just don't want to bother with it. So at least there's, like, those alternatives. But at the same time, like, how much growth, how much interaction are they still going to see? Like, I know that with um, one of them, I can't remember which one, uh, but uh, you can link your Twitter posts to them, link your Twitter Twitter account to that. So it'll, like, mirror each other. But, yeah, let's see. Shoe in the chat says, you can like the art without liking the artist. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's shown that he knows how to delegate. He can find the right people to do the job. Absolutely. Oh, I don't think point. he's going to, he's not going to be sitting there, you know, writing the Twitter, Twitter algorithms himself, obviously. Micromanaging. <laughs> he's <laughs> no, he's no. still going to have, yeah, there's still going to be a lot of people running the, like doing those, those tasks, but under a different direction and into one that was desperately needed. In my opinion. Now, granted, what I find funny is everyone everyone from every perspective seemed to think that Twitter was garbage. Like, and I, I mean, people who believed in the vision of the previous leadership and people who didn't just, you know, even in that Kotaku article that I referenced, you know, the, uh, the, 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 the author was talking about how people, you know, these, these, uh, these small, small game devs, uh, were using it to connect with people. It was really, you know, it was good for their careers and such. But they all thought that it was kind of garbage. You know, they all had big complaints about it. So, he, he so Shua thinks uh, Elon needs to pilot the shuttle that takes him to Mars. Well, I mean, who, who knows? I mean, <laughs> maybe he will. Keep saying he's he's going to go to Mars. I don't think he's ever going to go to Mars himself. I think he's way too important for that. He'll probably like maybe when he's you know 186 or something like that and. Maybe as a last hurrah, yeah. Because uh, people who go to Mars on the first mission probably are not coming back. I mean, it's uh, hard enough yeah, to get it's... there. It's hard enough to get there. Getting them back, I mean, that's a... There's this thing called stellar radiation, and, and, and 
I mean, there's this the I really I've I've been saying this for a while. Until we can figure out how to reactivate a, a magnetic core on a planet, or to create an artificial one, um, it's a really bad idea to try to uh, try to build anything on a planet because, like, unless it's like you know do or die, it's just it's just not feasible. It's like. Oh, yeah. Mars is incredibly hostile to life right now. So, I mean, like, the, the stuff they would have to bring in order to survive there, again, let, like, uh, let alone, you know... Pers- personally, I think, there's a, I think there's a greater opportunity in terraforming Venus than there is in terraforming Mars by a significant amount. I mean, you got, a, you got, an, you got like, 10 oceans worth of um, acid to deal with on... Uh, on uh, on Venus, but you can find a way to. It's, it's always easier to change matter than to pull matter out of nothing. So, I don't know what. Yeah. <laughs> Shua says heresy. I want my Martian sunset. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know Shua. Anyways, uh, um, this is a good segue on to uh, uh, unless we're unless we have yeah no else yeah let's uh, let's get on to the gaming news so we've got it we've got a great segue here into starfield uh ladies Hi. and gentlemen it is coming sooner and closer than you think uh today they put i think out it's coming at episode. the end of the year it's it's coming in november um, <laughs> we knew that already it's not coming sooner than yeah. anybody thinks yeah um but information on it is coming sooner and so we had an info dump today it was pretty it was pretty decent um, it was music. Iron Zer is doing a lot of music for it. Um, it's really good from what I, the samples that they put out. I, I think their, I think their, um, their official soundtrack is going to ha- nail this out of the park. Really okay. sounds like they've got some good stuff there. They also mentioned a couple things. One was, and now these are the the music guys, but you'd think. This was pre-recorded. Everything they said had to have some relevance or basis in reality. And the, not Ironzer, but the other guy, um, said that when you're flying around space, it's important to hear the right music. And that got me going, what? Interesting. Okay. Flying around space? As in... We're going to be piloting this. Now, I don't want to get your, I don't want to get everybody excited for this game. You know, a lot of people were really disappointed with Bethesda recently. And I don't want to give them a, a, I don't want to give them a cop out. I want to have, I want to, I want us to treat them uh, with the respect that they're giving us by admitting that 76 was a, was a, um, they didn't, there was nothing they did not mess up with that game. And they were they were as sorry as they could be legally speaking. Um, they have also confirmed that that seventy six is getting five more years of content. So they are planning on on building off of seventy six. Uh, there's some talk I've been hearing. Uh, this is going to get into the leak stuff here, but I'm going to mention this just because I'm talking about seventy six right now, and I don't have much other leaks as far as seventy six goes. There is a discussion about having 76 getting um, upgraded to the new engine. Uh, this would not be the first time this happened, even um, in the last like year, because Fortnite did the exact same thing. Fortnite upgraded Fortnite from 
Fortnite built in Unreal 4 to Fortnite built in Unreal 5, and they did that over a weekend. Now, they didn't do all the work over a weekend, but they basically they switched it over during a weekend, during an event weekend. Um, okay. And the game is is has just so much more access to more tools and, and building stuff and all this kind of stuff. Literally happened overnight. Um, literally happened in a single update for uh, the players and, and, uh, and even the, the building tools that they have for the game. That's very fascinating. And that also sets the record that if you've got a big enough company with enough people, enough skilled labor, you can swap out the engine literally overnight, like, you know, a magician pulling a, uh, um, a tablecloth out from underneath your meal. It's like, you can do it. If you could, if you could do it good, if you can do it, you can do it. And this is pretty interesting. So again, um, I don't want to, I don't want to get into 76. It's, it's, there's clearly still problems with it. There's clearly still broken promises with it. Um, but it is, and, and, but it is the only content for 70, for fallout content that we will be getting for the next few years. So I, I really forgive me if I feel really sad, but I, I really want more fallout content because I love that universe. I, I want them to do a better job. I want them to improve. Yes, I do want them to boot up the, a new engine. The, the, all these all these upgrades they've made in this engine for uh, Starfield, I want them to put that into 76 so that we can actually... Hell, I'd, I'd love them to remake Fallout 3 in this new engine because it, apparently, it's, it's, apparently it's quite good. More and more news that we're getting out of it seems to confirm that they have... They haven't rebuilt the engine from scratch, but they've they've massively upgraded entire sections of it. Uh, they've ripped out you know enormous amounts of old code and put in stuff that makes it run better. And what we've been seeing with the Epic engine really makes me think that this is really good. And I'm hoping that the, this engine will become used by more studios within the Bethesda and, my, and now Microsoft wing of the company because it is actually relatively easy to create stuff on. It's easy for us to mod and if it's easy for us to mod then it's easy for the people to make yes there's some issues that aren't as easy but you also have an engine that does things that other engines can't do so anyways that's enough on the engine talk let's talk about um a little bit more of the space stuff and get into the leaks so yeah yeah what what so yeah so what else uh, what, what did you pull from this video so it just the, the music is going to be really on point um apparently there's possibly some actual space flight going to be you know part of the gameplay that's really interesting well, I, I, I i'd be surprised if there wasn't at least some some point where you're on a spaceship that's flying through space um yeah you know as part where you can actually you know experience that in real time that would that would surprise and, me and if that I, wasn't part of it yeah, yeah. and ion zur said something interesting is the concept of space for him and for what this game feels is that you you go out, you do search, discover, and then you bring things home. And I'm like, actually, that's very accurate for for what explorers have tended to do. That's actually very interesting. And that means that there's going to be some level to that somewhere in there. So again, I, I fingers crossed that they're doing this right. Um, we're gonna have probably I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that we're gonna get another episode here in a couple of weeks, and then sometime in 
June or July, we're going to get the, we're going to get a major showcase on it. So things are going to wrap up from that. We're, um, we're potentially going to start recording our, uh, or start doing our, our, uh, star, Starfield shows sooner rather than later. Um, so yeah, that, that's what's there. Now let's get into some of these rumors that have been going around. Uh, so these rumors kicked off, um, basically what today or yesterday today. So these rumors kicked off today. That's when we're recording. This goes live tomorrow, so this will be yesterday. Um, there's a new uh, there's a new game in development at Roundhouse that um, may surprise us. I roll my eyes at this because, of course, there's a new game in development at Roundhouse, and it will surprise and it may surprise us that. <sighs> These leaks, these leaks. So these leaks are from coming from a contact who reached out to Skullzy and to um, uh, uh, Mr. Matty Plays. They said that they couldn't confirm anything, but they put these leaks out here anyways. I'm going to cover them. That's and I'm going to okay. I'm going to suggest with a high a heaping spoonful of salt that this is probably. BS in the sense that it's not that it's not accurate, it's that it's probably made up to make somebody probably gave this stuff to them that does, doesn't they're guessing this is guesswork. And how do I know this is guesswork? Because there's a new game development at Roundhouse, duh, duh, that may surprise you. Wait, a duh. game studio is. Developing a game? developing a game that may surprise us. Oh, my God. Wow. Stop the presses. Oh, my goodness. Now, <laughs> now apparently, it's a PvP, PvE game in development, which could literally, literally mean anything. So, congratulations um, on that one. Uh, Tess, uh, the next Elder Scrolls game taking place in Hammerfall. Well, this has been around for about four years now, so again, not new. Uh, there will have a there will be a political system. Ladies and gentlemen, I think we found a real winner here. A political system in an Elder Scrolls game where you can become the boss of towns and or factions. I know, I know. I have You're all never like, oh heard of this God. before. Oh my goodness! In an Elder Scrolls game, being able to take over a town and become the the Jarl? I've never heard of this before. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, we got, we got, in the we, chat says, "I we, swear we, to gosh, if it's another battle royale type." Dot, dot, uh, dot. So apparently betrayals, marriage, and factions matter in Elder Scrolls, the next Elder Scrolls game. Again, this is this is the same stuff that was in the last game. Um, this is interesting though. Apparently, no dragons in the next Elder Scrolls game. Um What? Uh I kind of doubt this, and this is this is where it starts to lose me. I don't think like after I read this, I'm like, ah. Dragons are something that are, I mean, the ability to add a dragon into a game and have you fight the dragon is a really cool thing. 
and damage, some of the dragon right? fights in in Skyrim were absolutely phenomenal. You'd be an idiot to not include it, but I mean, if we're doing doing some time stuff where we're going backwards and the thing, then yeah, I maybe they're not. I, like it's it's yeah, it's timey wimey. Well, I I don't um I I don't necessarily believe that one. I also don't necessarily believe this. Um, the the leak also says that that uh, the next Elder, Sc- Elder Scrolls game is now in full development, in early stages. Again, it's not that I don't believe this, it's that I don't believe this is a leak. Because, again, we know this is the case. Yeah, they showed us. They showed us. They've been in early development for, for, this, for this Elder Scrolls game for a while now. Um, and, again, that, that's how, when you have a big studio like Bethesda they're always working on at least two projects because that's just how it works. Um, yeah. You know, some of the music, they start working on some of the music for the next game, you know, a year before even some of the artists have moved into like doing some of the early sketch work for it. And why? It's because writing really good music takes a really long time because you, you're, you're writing so many different iterations. You're, you're trying to like, that's a full time job at a at a big studio. Yep. Got to set the mood. Plus, they set, they want to have it for and, and yeah, for promotional materials and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. so mm-hmm. they get started. Now here's early. the here's the first stuff where it actually goes from like literally this has all been essentially like this this I could have come up with all of these things myself because this is all this is all bullshit. <clears throat> uh, target release is 2025-2026. That one. Again, it's like we know we're getting the game this year. So saying that the next game, you know, is going to be around in two to three years when, um, again, when when Pete Hines and Todd have come out and said numerous times that they want to speed up games and have about a three-year period, two to three-year period between games. Um, again, this is something that everybody knows. Uh, BGS Austin and Montreal are working on Spy Team. That's uh, again, it's like that. That's somewhat guessable. Uh, Mando MMO at uh, at Zenimax Online. I don't know what they mean by Mando. I, I mean, I'm thinking maybe Mandalorian MMO. Maybe. I I really don't. I really don't know. Uh, Quake re- reboot in talks. Yes, and again, here's something else that I could have said, any of you could have said a, a year ago. Yeah, you know, Quake is in talks for reboot. It's like everything is in talks for reboot constantly. You can literally say that and never be wrong. Uh, um, now, here's in the chat. I want to read. <laughs> here's the most interesting one Tess and Fallout remasters via In Exile. That, that is the only thing on here that I hope is true and I hope is like actually verifiable. Hopefully, sometime soon. Um, you cover the the comments. I've got to run to the bathroom. Okay. So, uh, Shua in the chat says, as Nib would say, always add dragons. <laughs> Nib is one of our yeah, didn't... Discord community members. <laughs> Somebody uh, on uh, the show a week or a couple weeks ago said dragons make everything better. We had a bit of a discussion yes. about that, I recall. Right, right. Uh, to, well, to have Rise dragons, I mean, the <laughs> it may not have dragons, but I guarantee you, Thomas will still make an appearance at some. Point. 
Well, and then Shua comments, followed shortly by the macho man himself. <laughs> the dragons were, uh, you know, kind of a technical. Uh, they were a technical feat that they they pulled off in Skyrim, and uh, yeah, it would be a shame not to have them. Um, right. Yeah, they 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 bring something very interesting to the world, and yeah, there's a lot they could do there. Um, but if they don't like, if they uh, yeah, if they go back in time to the period when the dragons aren't around or something, then then I suppose that. Uh, um. I mean, who, we'll we'll have to see where where they where they want to go with it. But uh, I you know what would be fun a dragon mount that you could fly all over the place. That would also be cool. I have no idea if that's lore friendly or not, but you know that would that, that would be pretty sweet. So, um, it could be how to train your dragon. <laughs> yeah. I would love that so much. <laughs> uh, and yeah, this Mando MMO, like, uh, Shua says it wasn't attached to Star Wars. I, um, yeah, I, I don't know what that would be. I haven't, I, I have no comment yeah, on that. So, uh, why wouldn't the dragons be around? Did Matthew McConaughey kill them all? Well, if you go back, if you go back in time in the Elder Scrolls universe, like uh, like in Skyrim, the whole idea is the dragons are coming back. So yeah. if you if you if you back up the timeline and you set your game prior to that, then there'd be no dragons unless they pull some weird timey wimey stuff. Um, so. So um, the the only other so there's two other things here. So there's potentially a forex strategy game for the Elder Scrolls universe in development, and apparently Xbox is shifting resources to assist Bethesda with massive workloads. Um, again, both of those are true. I can set both of those are true because I'm not an idiot. Most people could have set these things as true because again, they're not an idiot. Do you really think Xbox would buy Bethesda and then not help them with resources to speed up their production? Again, it's like it's like when you think about it, it's pretty obvious. So stating that as a leak, it's like, God damn, if you could if I if if I didn't have the scruples to not write my own leaks, uh um test the uh, potential 4X game. Um again really an, a really obvious thing to say. Some of the best studios that are working on Forex games are under the um, are under the, the Microsoft banner right now. Uh, it's some of the only studios working on Forex games. Um, not the only only ones, but it's like it's like, yeah, it's something that it's something that yes is 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 obviously something that would have been at least thrown around. Um, you know, and again, they say potential, potential. It's like, of course it's potential. Um, so yeah, don't take this one, uh, worth much because it's, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it's all, it's all obvious. It's all obvious stuff that, that is like, yeah, sure. Of course, of course, all of this stuff is true. Um, because with, with the only thing that we don't, the only thing that, 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 is actually like, you know, interesting to note is the is the Tess and Fallout remasters via In Exile. And again, I would love to get a Fallout Three remaster. Would love to get a uh, Fallout uh, New Vegas remaster. 
they could really do either of those and it would be a really good idea all right so if you but, see any of those uh those rumors floating around definitely can take them with a grain of salt but mm-hmm. you know some of them do sound cool okay um let's got a, just a f- uh, few uh few smaller stories to rapid fire through here so if you are a dying light 2 fan and you've been looking forward to uh a new game plus addition to the game well it's it's coming this week supposedly according to this article uh it is uh so the new game plus is going to be uh part of update 1.3.0 which is due to land on april 27th which is the day that this uh, podcast goes live so check it out on you know if, if you're listening to this uh when when the when this goes live on wednesday april 27th you could go check it out and see if you have a download available to update it so I'm definitely going to check that out. That could be that'd be an interesting way to play the game. So there are there's apparently some buyout interest in Ubisoft now. So uh, s- several private equity firms, including Blackstone, oh, oh, what? <laughs> After everything I said earlier about Blackstone being a uh, <laughs> evil name <laughs> uh, apparently uh, okay I, I actually had no idea um, Blackstone Inc. and KKR and company have been studying the French business according to people who asked according to people who uh, are familiar people who have knowledge of the matter this is some this is some excellently sourced reporting here uh, Bloomberg people with knowledge of the matter say that some somebody is interested in this and maybe in these people only they don't want to be identified because the information is private. Okay. Um, anyway, they say these these big these equity firms haven't you know might be interested in purchasing Ubisoft, but Ubisoft has not entered into serious negotiations with potential inquirers. Just quickly, uh, for like two minutes, Cybe, what could a Ubisoft buyout mean for the gaming industry? Um, less Ubisoft meetings taking place in uh, strip clubs. <laughs> I would now, argue that's a net not positive, a removal sure. of them, just less of them. You know, because yeah. Um, it's it's one of these things that it's like I don't know if that would kill the games or make them better. Because right now you you have some charm, some good stuff coming out of those studios, but you also have a, a lot of problems. Well, and when when, when you have it, when you yeah. when, when you have I, a boring, I, when a relatively boring open world is colloquially referred to as it's like a Ubisoft game, uh, you know you're doing something wrong, and yet their games still do massively well so i i I don't quite understand that dichotomy but anyway yeah there there you go yeah the company does have a lot of problems will a buyout will buyout fix the problems will it make it will it make it worse i mean often when you have big money getting involved in these things it can spell problems for the artistry of the actual game itself but then again you have to question if uh, ubisoft really has any artistry to begin with 
And they definitely have some other problems. Hey, guess what? Diablo Immortal's coming to PC. Did you know that? I guess, uh... I guess they decided we really didn't have phones, and they'd better put it on PC. Uh, it's going... Yeah, this, this, is, this is kind of... This is very funny in so many ways um this is this comes this is a full circle for them announcing this game um it is it is a it is a smackdown from the community to a game studio that sought to leave most of them behind and they're like well they're just wanting to increase no they were leaving them behind um, and I can guarantee you that if there wasn't this outcry, level of outcry, and that if um, Diablo Immortals started doing way better uh, or or just as good as, um, as that stupid Candy Crush game that they have, uh, I guarantee you we would probably never see another AAA um, full Diablo game ever again. 100%. We would never have seen another Diablo game. We would have, um, it would have just slowly morphed into, here's an endless stream of garbage for you to consume that has very little to no um, quality to you, but we've nailed this this hook, line, and sinker um, uh experience of of money 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 microtransaction microtransaction money 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 microtransaction microtransaction so yeah um i'm i'm glad that that they got the overwhelming message i'm glad that they got the the um absolute dunking that they absolutely deserved and i hope that it continues um with uh with their with their other mobile games that they've got coming but on the other um, hand this is just going to be a mobile game ported to pc this is not a pc game uh in fact they, no but I, it says I, here that I, they decided to make this version when it was decided that many fans would try and emulate the mobile game on pc anyway that was their rationale they're gonna they're gonna emulate the mobile version on pc and we'd rather make a fully yeah, functioning but... i mean they say native version uh, and it's probably going to be a better experience than trying to emulate the full mobile version, but they, 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 they say the port will feel a little different from other PC Diablo games as originally they only plan to make it for mobile. And so I'm, yeah, I'm well, predicting that, it's going to be crap. Covering their, well, that, again, this is them covering their butts as far as the microtransaction stuff goes. Um, will it be a terrible game? I don't. Uh, apparently it's fun um you know and again i i don't i never uh, i don't think it'll be great but it's like whatever right this is I, I suppose awesome. this is a step in the right direction i'll, I'll give you yeah. that but i, I, I it's do. a small step in the right direction but again it's not a great direction because i i don't like mobile games that are trying to cash in on the mobileness of the game which is like 99% of the market. Genshin Impact is is a unique game in the fact that it is, that it is, I mean, it's, yeah, you could play it mobile, but that's not the way you should play it. If you're going to play it, play it on PC. Because uh, play it on PC with a controller. Because that's what it was made for. 
they, they ported it to the mobile so that they could rake in you know hundreds of dollars because for some reason when you have a game on the steam store and you're like hey this game is going to car- charge you this month is going to charge you five hundred dollars you're like what no but when you're on mobile it's like hey 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 you want this cool thing i got a cool thing for you it's 500 g's man come on come on put it on the table oh i guess not g's that would be like what notes 500 whatever c notes if you want to talk like a yeah c notes talk like the boomerist of boomers um yeah all right well i mean yeah. step in the right direction but again like this it shua's response to this is kind of what i was thinking so it's going to be the grand theft auto trilogy yeah uh theodore roosevelt thanks for thanks for joining us i was going to uh, address your question about the engine about the starfield engine uh but uh didn't didn't have a chance while we we're talking about starfield but anyway uh we might tack that on to the end of the show if we uh if there's time here but we are we're running a little low on low on time but a couple more stories to go into here uh playstation might actually acquire from software according to a popular gaming insider according to this uh report from dual shockers Dr. Serkin Toto, who is the CEO of Canton Games, and says that From Software is rumored to be a merger and acquisition candidate by Sony. So that doesn't really tell us much. It's a candidate. Uh, so Sony, uh, I think, I mean, we, we've talked about Sony's potential acquisition of other companies they, they acquired Bungie, uh, correct? I don't have that wrong. They acquired Bungie. That's the one we talked about a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we have Microsoft buying up studios left and right, and so it, it, it almost seems like Sony has to respond to that in some way. Um, buying from software, I mean, I my, my only concern about that, um, you know, assuming they don't try to stifle stifle the studio's creative vision at all because i think that from software you know despite the uh you know the 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 typical arguments that always ensue about whether or not their games are too hard or should be more accessible etc etc they definitely have carved out their own creative vision that has uh you know definitely you know that's made a mark on the industry and uh, i don't want to see that change i don't want it see it corporatized and you know become another ubisoft or something but if it uh my my other big concern with that you know even if they carry on as usual would be uh, i don't want all their games to become playstation exclusives i think that would that would be terrible but what do you think would would that happen potentially i have to think i have to think it would like why else would they would they be buying it or would they just, or would they, uh, would they continue to release the games on PC? What do you think? I think you're an idiot. If you, if you take your, if you take, I think you're an idiot. If you move your games from a wide market to an extremely narrow market. Well, that may be, but they might be looking at it like, um, well, it'll bring more people over to PlayStation because, you know, and so it'll get people into our PlayStation ecosystem because they won't be able to get From Software's next game on PC. 
hypothetically, in the hypothetical future where they actually purchase from software and decide, you know, and make that kind of a decision, I'm saying. I'm not not a, again, all of this is still in it's all still rumor status. Um and I've never heard of this analyst before, this analyst and insider, Dr. Serkin Toto. But um but yeah, like if if they if they did that, I mean, th- that's kind of, isn't that kind of what they've already been doing? Like, they could be releasing their their first-party titles on PC at launch, but they're not doing it. They're doing ports of them years later. So, anyway, no further thoughts on that? No. Okay. <clears throat> uh, I, I mean... Just generally, I, I think this, it, I think it's I think it's dumb. Well, I agree with you. I'm I'm what I'm getting at is, do you think they would do that? Depends on how stupid they're feeling that day, I guess. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> okay. I mean, I, 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 that's that's all I got, man. It's like it's like side si- si- Should we shoot ourselves in the foot? So You'd trouble. be surprised at how many people are like, "This is a good, a good, a, this is a good and acceptable idea." I see no fault or or uh, uh, problems with this with this proposal. Oh. All right. Well, uh, they've they have, however, uh, for, in further PlayStation news, apparently they have uh, started a game preservation team. Um. That all right? So revealed by a new employee's Twitter and LinkedIn posts, the division will focus on preserving PlayStation IPs to ensure our industry's history isn't forgotten. Uh, the day-to-day focus on IP preservation for the business, ensuring titles of today are captured, cataloged, and secured for the games industry of tomorrow. So they're only going to do PlayStation games, obviously. Um, yeah. but. I mean that's that's good in general. Um, I need to read Shua's comment in the chat. Yeah, <laughs> we used to be a games company, but then we took a bad marketing decision to the knee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's accurate. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. Sorry, just scanning the other the other comments in the chat there. Um. So, I mean, this is good. Now, will it translate into, you know, people actually being able to play those games? Um, I think is is the big question. But, uh, you know, their, their new PlayStation Plus tiers uh, include future access to older PlayStation games. We, talk, we discussed that on a previous podcast. Anyway, I mean, any step toward toward games preservation is is ideal in my opinion but at the same time i mean you could argue that nintendo has done exactly this like they've they've still got all of their games that they've ever created preserved somewhere but can people play them well (laughs) that's not really very very controlled access to those games but in a similar vein uh apple apparently has made a change in the policy to its app store that they will delete apps that haven't been updated recently 
And this could mean that a lot of games that, you know, have been out for a number of years could just up and disappear because apparently they have idiots <clears throat> making it, making the decisions over there because they think that, like... The... Well, this is part of the problem. I, I mean, I discovered this recently. There was a there was an app game that I that I liked, like checking out every once in a while, um, and I went back to it. It's still in the store. You can download it. You can install it. It can take a registration, but then the game's servers are not there. Aww. So what what you have is you have a game that's effectively just accepting you know, username and, and data and, and like login data. So if I was actually honest in, in my uh, sign-up details, um, which I'm not, <laughs> so you know, it's like, what's your name? Darth Vader? Welcome, Darth Vader. What's your birthday? Oh, 1900? First of January? Cool. All right. I'm going to pass this information off to some friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, screw with them all the time. Well, um, yeah, okay. But, I mean, but, that's, but, a, yeah, it's, that's a bit of a different situation. There you're talking about this, the game's servers going down. Um, I, I guarantee you that this is what this is about. You think so? But, yeah. But, but I, not I, well, all... I mean, sure. Sure. Are, can, is there room for them to use it? in some nefarious type of way to remove certain things that that they just don't want on there yeah yeah 100 percent. they they could probably do that too but i can guarantee you the most common thing that they're trying to figure out right now is they have a plethora of bad no longer functioning products on their game pages that are just not in use anymore and the only way that you know that it's not in use is to scroll down to the comments find a recent comment in the, the thousands and thousands of comments people have left over the years with the latest comment being, Hey, don't download this game. The servers are offline. There's nothing for you to play. That's big problem. That huge problem on the stores right now. Fair. That's fair. Um, and, and, but there's gotta be a better solution to that than just, you have to update your app within a certain period of time. I mean, you can have, uh, you, you can have self-contained apps that, you know, don't, you know, that contain a game or whatever that just it it's fully playable and but it's complete. It doesn't need any more updates. And uh, and therefore, you know, it's not going to be updated constantly like it was when, you know, shortly after development or anything like that. And so, you know, the, the, this could uh, this could result in a lot of indie devs having their games just being being removed from the store because they haven't received an update uh, in a long time. I, uh, I have a, I have an immediate solution for this. If there's any, uh, we, I've already dealt with this a bunch with other developers. Um, questions on how do I keep my game current? Like how do I keep people interested in my game? This is a very, 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 very common question. And the answer to this is extraordinarily easy. Every major holiday pop on and update a, happy whatever on your game file and then that's it it takes you you Fair. just you 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 do about five to ten minutes of work and you create a new air quotes update that pushes your product to the top of the heap again and then allows you to change some micro some micro changes in the artwork and then you're done 
Um, this is this is actually this is legitimately a question. I didn't think about this when we were covering the stories originally, but yeah, this is something that I literally like have had discussions with devs about for years now, and mm-hmm. it's it's a common tactic that we use to to keep games up to date. Sure, uh, that that I mean that is a good idea. Um, and on the flip side, I mean if if you do have a case, especially with Apple, where you know old, older apps won't run anymore mm-hmm. um if you know yeah, as, that, as the another... iOS, which i think i mean i i feel like apple pushes things forward a little too quick or doesn't provide enough legacy support but i mean i realize there is a limit <laughs> they have no desire to do anything legacy they have no desire for that. They don't want you running a five-year-old program. They don't even want you running a year-old phone. They actually break their own phones, so you you're forced to buy the next model. Yeah, how they were not sued into the ground for this, I will never know. I mean, seriously. Well, and, and this is exactly why I'm I'm not an Apple user and no longer have an iPhone. Apple is. I know, I know. Some people love Apple, and you can love your Apple. Oh, well, there, there's stuff fine. like the thing it's is. Just, I just find it. I just find it absolutely egregious for them to be like, "Oh, so the new model's out. We're going to push an update to the rest of the phones. Uh, the phones are going to forcibly install these updates because you know, screw you, and uh, it's going to basically ruin your phone." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like. Why do they have any business at all? Like, why does anybody give them money? I, I just, I really don't understand. If you're an Apple user and you know this, but you continue to get Apple products, please explain it to me. I am very confused. I am so confused as to why this is a thing. Hmm. I know my, I, I mean, my wife does have an iPhone, and I, I don't know what it's what she's used to. That's her. That's her explanation for it, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't fully understand. But at the same time, like she's she's not exactly a like a power user or trying to trying to use old old apps or anything like that. So yeah, uh, that's all we have for that's all I have for topics anyway. So any final thoughts before we wrap up here? Mm, no. All right. Well, then with that, we will wrap up the show here. But uh, yeah, thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you for listening, whether you're listening live again on the Discord server, as we do every Tuesday night. If you join the Discord server, it will eventually move over to Gilded, as we've said many times, this recording session. But uh, if you if you join our Discord server right now, you can find the link in the description below. You can listen to the live recording session and participate in the live chat. But while you're doing that, definitely sign up for a Gilded server as well, because uh, as we mentioned earlier, as you probably uh, as you probably gleaned from our discussion about Twitter earlier, we are we're big on free speech, and Discord is not. So we have started a Gilded server as a way of you know we have uh, some rooms over there that we no longer felt were safe to operate on uh, on Discord, and by that I just mean. You know the memes room kind of a thing. <laughs> we didn't want memes and memes and jokes. Memes, memes and, and jokes. jokes they we, were yeah. They were, they were definitely like memes, jokes, and general conversations about 
you know, random, sometimes political. Yeah, the off-topic off section. We, yeah. you know, so those those are active over on the Gilded server. Uh, they've been locked down on the Discord server just because we didn't want someone posting something that Discord didn't Could like get and get the entire server banned. Yeah, we didn't want that, so that's why we did that. But anyway, uh, yeah, you can so you can join our social communities. You can find the other links to our Patreon, to our merch store, that kind of a thing. And uh, you can also find, you know, the links to our other our other YouTube channel, Triple S League, where we have comedy content, game guides, reviews, that kind of a thing. And of course, uh, if you are listening to this on on YouTube, subscribe to the channel. If you are listening to this on one of the audio platforms, uh, you can uh, follow or whatever they have on the platform you're listening at. It goes out to all different kinds of things. So uh, we appreciate any of those interactions. And of course, like I said. Uh, the the live the live show takes place on uh, on Discord. So um, with that, we'll wrap it up for now. Thank you so much for listening. Slam that like button. Uh, tells YouTube and us that you appreciate this content. We will talk to you again very soon. Oh, and uh, right after this live hangout with supporters uh, in the post show hangout room. Talk to you later.